We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball's group therapy brought to you by me, Kirk Henderson, editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. Thank you for joining me following yet another preposterously stupid Dallas Mavericks loss. This time brought to you by a ton of missed free throws from every fucking player in the starting lineup. Every single start player in the starting lineup missed a free throw in the fourth quarter some of them some of them three shout out to you tim hardaway have missed five straight fourth quarter free throws really impressive hard to do actually um really really something uh also followed up uh, also joining us uh in in failure is head coach jason kidd seemingly um unable to Design defense or offense uh, in clutch time situations. If you go back and watch what the Bucks did, you see Luca standing outside the three-point line, his back to the ball, doing Christ knows what. Uh, and then there's a simple back screen, and Brooke Lopez gets a layup. Then following on the uh, following the the Mavericks had 2.4 seconds left to get a shot off, and you'd be shocked to know that the play that they had designed was was uh, the the really cool. Luka Doncic shoot the ball from far away play that the Bucks knew was coming. Uh, really, it was just uh, absolutely fucking outstanding. Just, just the piece de resistance to this this incredible performance. Uh, a dumpster fire of a loss. Shout out to Corey. Um, just you know, like like an inst- like this is an institutional loss because the Dallas Mavericks are the fourth best free throw uh, getting team in the league. They they shoot the fourth most. Per, on a per game basis. They are also the fourth worst free throw shooting team in the league. Now, most of that lies with Luka Doncic, who once again can't hit the broad side of a barn on a free throw, shot four of 10 tonight from the line. He's going to be mad because this lies on him and him being the superstar player. He has to take the rub. It is on him. He has to do better. He has to do better. I just don't know what else to say. So 
you know, Brett Stover has the really cool half court um, hoops video, which, which you guys should, should go check out. It's, it's just disgusting. I, I don't. All right, guys, come up here. Let's talk. Let's get it out. And let's go to bed because the Dallas Mavericks play in 16 hours, 16 hours. I think if I can do math, no, 18 hours, excuse me. All right. Coming up first. Um, let's go, Sam. How you doing, Sam? Hey, Kirk. Um, yeah, that was, that was fucking pathetic. Um, Miss free throws. You, you just said what I was pretty much going to say. It's just funny how the Bucks ran a great. They, they ran that same play against the Thunder, I believe, when they went into overtime one time without Giannis. Oddly enough, uh, Brooke Lopez just cut to the basket and great play. And meanwhile, it's the Luca shoot half court three play on the other end. Like that's all we run in late game situations when the game's on the line this year anyway, which is really frustrating. And <laughs> Just, just the fact that the free throws, man, it, it's it's sad when you when you see Dorian go to the line. You're like, he's not gonna make both of these. He didn't hit it. It's he didn't hit either. Just killing me. Like I knew that. Like I knew Dorian wasn't gonna hit either. Yeah, just knew it. Yeah, and Tim, I swear, he gets fouled on three point shots more than anybody I've seen in the league this year, and he never converts all his free throws on those. Even when he gets four point plays, he never makes the the four point play. He always misses the free throw, which mm-hmm. is just insane. I, I I don't know. Every time you want to get hope into this team, they they figure out a way to to just let you down. And Luca, yeah, Luca. I don't know what he's mad at, at the end of the game. You I don't know to- either. Like, is he mad at the play design? Is he mad at his teammates? Is he mad at himself? I've seen him kind of do this a couple of times this year, getting mad at teammates, and I understand it. Like, I absolutely understand it. It can't be done. He can't be doing it. He can't do it again. It's it's too early in the season. You get one of the, like, you get one of those maybe twice, twice a year, I think, where you can really show your emotion and be mad at your team. But, exactly. I, you know, played a role in this. Four missed, I'm sorry, six missed free throws. I know he's Superman, and I know he does a ton for us. But six missed free throws is not a thing. It's unacceptable. <laughs> It's, yeah, I've watched the video. So, guys, at, at the Twitter account at Half Court Hoops, I'll post it in the show notes for people listening the next day. There's a there's a great video about the Dallas Mavericks final offensive play. It's annoying. I am annoyed by it. That is probably the fourth thing on my list of things that I'm annoyed at. The defense on the play where Brook Lopez scores is real, like horrific. Like what? Like look where Luca's standing. It makes no sense. Yeah, <sighs> I'll, I'll get I'll get off with this. It's just um. It, it, it's funny because, like, we all, you know, the whole Christian Wood fourth quarter thing, you know, it's, at this point, it's, we just, we stomped it to the ground. But if the Mavericks are going to play defense like that in the fourth quarter, which they have a lot this year, where guys just don't know what they're doing, you know, with the Golden State game, Clay Thompson gets a wide open three. Um, that's just, you know, one example of plenty. And the guys just don't know what they're doing on the floor. So if they don't know what they're doing and they've been here for five, six years, why the hell isn't Christian Wood in the game at this right. point? So that, that that's all I got. This team is it's a dude. We should be eighteen and four. Like dead ass was just a <laughs> excuse me, but it, you know it, it is what it is. It's we we'll probably gonna get beat by Chicago tomorrow. We'll be at five hundred again. We're just we're just wasting these uh, victories, but whatever. Yep. All right. Thanks so much, Sam. Talk soon. Let's go. 
with my man. Okay, so I was supposed to record with Logan tonight. Logan is Mavs Moneyball staff member. Writes long things for us that he turns in on the morning of games, which <laughs> I, we don't. <laughs> Loves posting 1,300-word columns on times when never no one's going to read them. But, Logan, we, we could easily pump out, like, 4,800 words on this just garbage. Yeah. These, like, this this game. This is a horror. Like, I have not been this fired up about a single game in a long time. No, me Maybe either. It's because I had to write the whole thing. Like, I had a whole recap written. I had to scrap all of it. I scrapped 500 words away because they lost this fucking game. Well, I was about to say it's either 4,000 words or it's like seven, which is part of why it's so frustrating is that like, even if we lost without losing that way, I had like so much to talk about. I just thought it was like, there was a lot to take away. And we saw incredible stuff. The Mavericks played really great for about 40 minutes. Yeah. Man. Let's talk about some of that. Let's do. Let's talk like like give me some of your things that you that like let's add some positivity because there's 15 other people I'm sure that want to like come up here and say why the world sucks. Well, I mean, we're not seeing any of the like dumb rotate. I feel like the rotations and stuff are kind of set and the galaxy braining of like let's see what other lineup will work. What about this one? And we all the fans are just like, "Well, that's not going to work. We know it's not." <laughs> That's kind of out the window. There's like eight or nine guys, and they play pretty set rotations, and yep. it seems to be working out pretty well. The Maxi Wood stuff seems to be working out well as Maxi's playing better defense. I think they know. I think sometimes Josh works well with Luca, but then he also works well with Spencer because he helps Spencer like move the ball. Actually, just like do anything. So, I mean, I just think a lot of stuff was like working that we kind of saw bubbling, but they just kept getting in their own way throughout the season and then this game it was like oh 90 percent of this stuff is working they've done all the stuff that was was getting in their own way is out of their system and then at the end they do like the ultimate <laughs> it was like the penultimate apex of of getting in their own way so it's just like maybe this a lot of people are like maybe this is what 500 basketball looks like yeah oh god yes but I mean, that's what it's like what, <laughs> who is there's somebody that I talk to almost every day. I, sorry, I talk to like 50 to 60 Mavs fans every day. And there's one person in, oh, my friend Dwight, who said who who said before the game, I'm I'm ready to lie to myself about this team. That's what, yeah, he always, that's the terminology he always uses. I was too, we were, he's a, we actually just messaged him back and said, they don't want us to lie to ourselves. They're doing us a favor. It's like when a girl that's bad for you dumps you. Ooh. <laughs> It's like you think you're getting dumped and you're like, man, I can't believe she's out of my life. And then all your friends are just like, dude, you didn't you didn't need to be lying to yourself about that. Well, <laughs> what's crazy to me is that, like, I honest to God was not I was so mad about the free throws. I did not consider the final two plays because, in my opinion, the final two plays is not what just what defines a basketball game. It's everything that leads up to it. And the Mavs like there were, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie cannot throw a fucking lob to save his life. Ever. He just misses open passes. And so the Mavericks had played so good in that start to the fourth quarter. And then in the third quarter, too, where it's just they're holding off, you know, the Luka list minutes. They're holding Giannis off, just really doing something well. And then they have like three bad plays in a row. And not just like mistake, miss shot bad, like borderline turnovers. Like there was the one miss, bad oop that he threw to Wood that basically resulted in an and one going the other direction, I think. It's, yeah, you just can't give a team this good, meaning the Bucks, any room. And the Mavericks did for 90 seconds, and all of a sudden the game was tied. And so I don't like necessarily begrudge that 
because it's like the Bucks are the better team. They are a more complete team. They're they're they have four players who might I, so much better than the Mavericks. I'm sorry, like Brooke Lopez is an all defensive candidate guy. He's incredible, and it's so it's like it's hard to be too too mad about elements of like losing a lead, for example. But then they come back in, and it's just I, I just I don't understand. So many mistakes, so many mistakes. Do you know that they didn't have a turnover in the second half? No, they had one, excuse me, one turnover in the second half and they lost the game. That's wild. I mean, I didn't, how, what was the total turnovers? Then? Ten. Yeah. Cause they turned uh, it over nine sorry, times in the first half. Turnover. But yeah, I mean, when you start talking about that, like the talent difference, it starts to be like, there's no room for error because those three plays you're talking about, like I could have picked out three bucks possessions in a row that were shitty, but you know what I mean? But they like the talent. And so I think part, like kind of what makes you lie to yourself is that when it's working, you're like, well, this can work. And then the talent can't make up for like, uh, just, I guess that you can either be talented or you can be stupid. Or what? No, sorry. You can either like you can either be smart or you can be not talented. And too many times we're we're both. Whereas I think at our best last year, like we were one of the smarter teams. Just like we get shot quality, the guys play hard, and it's just like these dumb mistakes. Like Dorian has made so many, and it drives me nuts because because of the kind of player he is, that like sturdy three and D guy who makes clutch shots. We want to tell ourselves that he's like this very dependable guy, and it's like. He's made so many brain farts. It's driving me insane. I love him so much. And it's just like every end of game, we've won a lot of games that they've brain farted. But like the Denver game, they were brain farting away. They pulled it give out. Give me some examples. I agree with you, but I want I want the people to 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 hear give me give me a couple examples from the game that you consider a brain fart. Um, well, I mean, the free throws, I guess, are partially what I'm talking about. But that play with Lopez, I don't really understand. Like, kids said that they were – kids said that they weren't supposed to switch, but I haven't seen the whole soundbite. Have you seen what kids said about the defense? No, because I just I – go, I go straight into this stuff because if I don't, I right. don't finish till like, 3 in the morning. And, honestly, I don't think – like, I just – I don't really – like, when he says things, he often says it like like he he's – I should edit that out. Uh, kids, I mean, all it's coach speak is basically what I mean to yeah. say. It's it's coach yeah. speak in the sense of, of of what I'm talking about. Well, I guess in this one specifically, I'm talking about Dorian missing free throws because remember there was the one game where he fouled on the three pointer, but he like fouled when the guy was shooting it, so they got <laughs> three, three free, three free, three free throws. Whatever, can't say it. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. There just was a lot of there was a lot of good stuff to take away, and I just hate that it's all wiped out. And it feels like there's just no room for error because you're you don't have the talent to to overcome it. You know what I mean? You can't be like the Timberwolves last year were a team that was always playing dumb, but they would go on like twenty point runs just from like sheer force. Yeah, and we just don't have that. I mean, you could kind of say well, that's what the Bucks did. They had Giannis, and they were sheerly forcing their way back into the game. That's exactly right. Because Giannis had actually, he was five of 14 entering the fourth quarter. The Mavericks had played him well. He had also just missed some shots and there's an inevitability of watching Giannis, which is what makes him such a fun and great player to watch. And the Mavericks just didn't. It's. That is there. That is a thing that I think the supposed ball handler 
player can help us with is that like I've talked about this before about how like I feel like you either need that kind of overwhelming force that undeniability or you do need to be like an exceptionally smart team and I talked about that in the Brunson article that like I think Brunson did help us be kind of an organized organized like skill-based team and I just don't feel like Luca being a a uh you know wonder kid is enough to be like considered a smartly run offensive team it might be a good offensive team but we're not like it's not just like beautiful basketball which people can say that's because it's heliocentric but i'm just talking about being like organized and but i was about to say that those kind of guys are the kind of guys that make free throws you know what i mean and they're the kind of guys that at the end of the game they make the right decisions so you don't have to just give it to luca it can be like give it to that guy luca's it's just there's got to be more optionality and obviously kid himself does not bring that option. He like he can't come up with anything beyond. I mean, that's what's so shocking. Like that's what the element of this because it's like you would we would really like to be able to sit here and say they lost because of this reason, and the main reason they lost is the free throws. I think we all kind of agree on that. Like you just can't go ten of twenty four as a team. But then you look at where it's there. They had opportunities to outlast that issue. They had they had the opportunity to to make that to to basically win in spite of that fuckery and they, they couldn't do it and they couldn't do it in no small part, I think because of what you're describing. Yeah. So, well, man, thanks for hanging out. We will record an actual podcast with you at one point. I like, I, talking pre- about the game I appreciate night, it. I understood. I understood tonight not being the night. Cause it's like, what are we going to do? Bitch. Right. You know, <laughs> that's right. All right, man. Talk soon. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. We're, now we're just gonna keep. Now we're just gonna go. All right, Ruben, what do you got? Let's make it. Let's make it snappy. Yo, Kurt, can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Oh man, um, man, I watched that clip and I had two theories about that last play. Um, after watching that clip, if you haven't seen it, basically the Bucks knew our play, which I don't see why they wouldn't, because it looked like we always run that play as the last play of the game, and Luca. And C. Wood pretty much noticed it and looked at the coach staff like um, um, they pretty much called out. Is there anything else we can go to? And basically, like, uh, as soon as uh, Spence got the ball from the ref, like, Luca kind of already knew, like, same old shit, throw it up, miss. So I'm like right there. And when when he, like, yelled, without watching that clip on Twitter, I was thinking he was yelling at C. Wood because – I was like, why the fuck would Seawood go to the three-point line when you just need a two? I would figure he would cut to the goal so Luca can dish it real quick and easy bucket. But then he goes to the three-point line, and Luca is forced to chunk some up. And I thought he was yelling at uh, Seawood that. Or not. But um, <laughs> but um, I was muted. Sorry, I, I need muted. to take Sorry. a deeper look I, into it. I don't have a firm enough. I I I've not watched it enough times to give it a take that I I don't want to regret. Right, right. And also, people like falling for Tim Tim uh Timmy's uh, you know, it's like false gold, bro. Like soon as you get hot, trade his ass. Like it was people like, oh, we got to keep him now. No, you already know it's it. It's a flash in the pan. Like, he's going to get cold. Like, the reason we lost is the free throws, but only Luca, Seawood, and Spence were in double figures. But Luca got 33. I think Seawood only had 14. 
And I'm sorry, there's no excuse for like that last defensive play. It's not you can't blame Seawood on that. You had guys that's been here for four or five years letting that easy layup go. And basically all Jake Kidd said in the um press conference was, Oh, I will got we gotta look at it. I, we weren't supposed to switch, well, you, but I, I mean think they didn't put any pressure on the ball. Like, like I, nothing. I, there's there, Luca standing with his back turned to the ball. I want to know why Luca is there. <laughs> hey, seriously, you'll go watch it, and it's 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 like YMCA ball bullshit. It, it doesn't make sense why Luca is there, and and not a bigger it's player. <laughs> like they did to us. Like that's coaching right there. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And then and then what makes it worse? You know the missed free throws. We can't. Oh my god. This would have been a perfect game. Like, we had crazy dunks, crazy threes. But what makes it worse, all those players in single digits, and we have Hardy going off for 39 points in the G League, shooting six for seven on free throws with four assists. I'm sorry, bro. Like, Do you live in the area? I'm sorry. I am so sorry. But we got to trade these guys, bro. Like, we got to – as soon as they're hot, let them go. Like, I'm not even looking for a big piece. We got to rotate the, re- rotate out these role players, some of them, really, with younger, you like, or better you, players. Are you, are you a Dallas guy? Yes, very. Okay. I know Frisco's not really – like. Frisco oh, no. I've only been in Frisco for about five years. Okay. They play tomorrow night. Tickets are like six bucks in some instances. I'm, you should go see. I'm them. about to They're go. Fun. I'm about to go, and I want to see it. But what is Jay Jay Hardy doing? He's playing against kindergarten. Like he's he was out of the out of that league for maybe what two three games. He's probably the, the again the highest scoring player out there. Like give this. He could make his free throws. Josh Green yeah, was Josh making Green free throws. You got to get these young. Huge. I was like, when he hit those, like ah, oh, this is nice. Very everybody had a sigh of relief, and then you and then everybody's expecting like vets. These are two vets. Oh, these guys got it. Oh, for three, oh, for two. I'm like, but it that hurt, that hurt. But uh, let's let's trade Timmy. I'm not even sure if Luca can play. Like, you already know they're gonna be gassed tomorrow. He's gonna have no legs, but you gotta trade Timmy. I don't know if you can, man. I don't know if you can. Do it now. All right, man. (laughs) No problem. No problem. All right. We're going to go to Will next. Will, welcome. Appreciate you getting me up here quickly. Sure. Man, I I don't even – I don't know what the fuck to even say about that. Like, I was so happy with this game. I was feeling so good. We had our best highlight plays of the season. Luca had – maybe the best dunk of his career, at least up there. Josh had that fucking dunk that I didn't even know. I couldn't even process what I had just I thought he got rejected by the rim as I'm watching it. Me too. Me too. That was exact. Like, literally, I had to see the score change. I had to see the score change to understand what I had just seen. Like I, I had some positive notes for this game that I had ta- that I had taken in in my notes app. Like I was excited to come into a, a what's it called Mavs party. I was excited for a Mavs party. These motherfuckers just can't do it. It. Well, it, it's it's that's where it's just like just I want to lie to myself. We find me too. Me too. I want like. 
I, I want to be wrong. I have, I have a Lucas Stan homie that it just lies to me about this team. Like he he <laughs> predict he predicted that he predicted Luca Luca MVP Mavs top three seed Mavs conference finals, and I told him he and I told him he was fucking insane. Told me the Jalen Brunson loss didn't matter. I ain't even trying to talk about that shit because that is what it is. What was that last play? How did that happen? How the fuck does that happen? How do you let him get that open? And the thing is, I wasn't even that upset at the actual time that that happened because I was just thinking, okay, we knew that they were going to fucking – we knew that something stupid was going to happen and they were going to score. At least we have time. At least we have time to get up a shot, and then it's just the same old shit as every other clutch game, which is all of them because we can't blow a team out. <laughs> That's right. But it was the same fucking clutch play as all the others. Contested Luca thirty footer. I don't even remember what the actual shot. What the actual shot that he took was. I just remember being upset. Yeah. I, I I have a solid amount of alcohol in my system right now. Well, you, you should go look at this. Go look team. at scroll up in the chat and look at that clip from Half Court Hoops. It's about ninety seconds long, and it will keep you awake for the rest of. The oh, night. God. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I okay. Hold on. Let, let me go look at my notes app and see what my notes that I had were. Okay. Okay. From last time, from the last time that I took no- the last time that I took notes to come into one of these green rooms, Reggie can't fucking play. Hey, he had a three tonight. I feel like it's been months. Congrats! Congrats! He oh, yeah. hey, he actually did some stuff on the boards. He didn't play horrible defense. See, well, I remember he did some stuff, but like. That man, like, at this point, until he has a breakout game where he hits, right. like, at least three or four, at least three or four threes, he can't play more than, like, 15 minutes a game. I, like, I don't really think that starting actually matters that much. I'm not a big, like, I'm not big on starting Josh or Seawood. I don't think that shit really matters. They just need their touches and their minutes. But... Like Re- Reggie, just, Reggie just can't be. Reggie just can't fucking play. He's just terrible. But um, one thing that I do have to say, one thing that I do have to say is, with Seawood, I was very in at one point, and I'm starting to really understand because we we just need some bigs. Uh, I, for, I I think it's bit. I think it's Bibbs that said this originally but we just need some bigs with some ass sure, sure. <laughs> so, well, yeah i mean lopez is such a huge man compared to our bigs bobby portis is a man Ma- i mean maxi does his best but and i love i, I love maxi so much but he just but he just does what he does and he's great in his role but we just need him we just need him to do way too much we just need somebody that can box out and grab a fucking rebound on both ends. And actually, another note that I had is uh, another note that I had, the, the probably one other positive that I took from this game 
Josh is so active on both ends of the floor on the boards, and I love and I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah, he was fun to get. He was the best. You know, his his play was really really positive tonight. I mean, a little frenetic, um, a little too many jump passes, but I still love the energy, the slapping of the offensive rebounds. It was fun. Absolutely, I think I think that's about all I have to say. This team makes me want. My 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 Twitter handle is Jason Kidd is a war criminal, <laughs> just with the Christmas tree emoji at the end. Of course, got to be festive. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, Will. We'll talk soon. Absolutely, thank you, man. Do do do. We're gonna fly fly, fly through people here. Um, cause I'm tired. Uh, Henry, what's up? Kirk, you know what I'm gonna come up here and say, man. I don't. I'm tired. You can surprise me. Look, man, you we got you got to be dead inside when it comes to this shit, man. Like you have to hollow out your insides like a Sith apprentice, numb yourself to the pain, and just I mean this is this is and then of course earlier you put out the article or somebody did on Mads Moneyball saying there's no help coming. So yeah, that was me. Th- yeah, yeah. I so never, I never write good stuff. <laughs> you write amazing stuff. I mean, th- this is what it is, man. I mean, at, uh, on the bright side, I mean, your Chiefs are probably going to see my Eagles in the Super Bowl. Like, we have that to to hang on to. So, I mean, look, guys, this this is what it is. Like, we this is who we are now. So, what do we do about it? <laughs> I mean, get blamed for everything by state media, as always. Duh. Oh yeah. Why did we do this? How could how could Matt Mavs Twitter coaching assistant coach Mavs Twitter? How could we do this? How could we draw up that play? It's a great point. Thank you, Henry. I mean, we're all psychopaths for being in here on a early Saturday morning after we can't this. Can't do anything about it, you know. Um, so of course, we can't. The void together. There is one thing you can do, guys. You have to be dead inside. That's all. I got. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. You got anything else? Oh, all right, there he goes. Um, all right, let's go with Josh. Josh, you haven't been in here this season. What's going on? Welcome back. Oh, hey. How are you, Kirk? I am I have not had a single thing to drink tonight. I have had no drugs. <laughs> I want both. Oh, man. I was uh traveling through Europe for like a half a year, so all of the internet connections were really crappy. Well, I mean, I would say you'd missed a lot, but you haven't. But no, I listened to I, I listened to every show. But I but I couldn't call in because the internet connections were sure. so bad that I would have been just choppy and annoying. But anyway, um, I guess my take on this game was that to bring it a little different, but not for the sake of bringing it different, is that it was a great game. Uh, it was it was exhilarating, yeah, fantastic. Really was. Fun. They were up against a great team. Yeah. And they met their energy and then just caught the yips and crapped the bed um, and barely lost. So my take on it is not disastrous. Uh, you know, we just whooped on the suns. You know, we, you know, it's, I think this is actually just part of a momentum upwards, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm no soothsayer, but I'm just saying, and I'm not uh, so steeped in negativity. Uh, wow, that Josh Green dunk! 
pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh becoming a functional basketball player makes, makes me happy. They need it because they apparently don't have other functioning basketball players. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I thought, I actually thought that Christian Wood was kind of, you know, had an, you know, he had an up and down game, but he was competing. Um, I don't I know. Every- he's still charm and soft. Like he gets blocked and then he's upset. He like he had some turnover. Like Wood, I Wood is a Wood is a a mixed bag for me as the season goes along. I know what you mean. I just I've been thinking that too. But tonight I felt like he seemed like he went through some of those soft moments and then kind of like yeah. I don't know. He he. I thought the whole team was was pretty cool. Just. And that last play um, with Brooke Lopez, uh, yeah, it was also a good screen. And what happened was is they got tangled with each other, but it was a screen. I think it was uh, Middleton. And it was a good screen and an awkward react, and they couldn't get over to to Lopez. Yeah. But, the, but the real travesty was like, uh, why didn't you call a timeout there? I mean, I'm so I'm so the wrong person to ask because I have been against Jason Kidd from the moment he was hired. Uh, the well was poisoned based on what I know about him in Milwaukee, uh, and you know also my eyes and my ability to read and my my common sense, like all those things playing together to me not liking Jason Kidd as a coach. Um, so yeah, I don't really got a good answer. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you're the wrong guy to ask that. But... <laughs> But we all, but but we all last year, you know, when we were, you know, steeped in misery, um, you know, and then from the middle of the season on, uh, our views changed, and the team is different without Brunson. Yep. Uh, and they're gonna have to figure some stuff out, and maybe, uh, maybe they're going to do something of this sort, and maybe this is part of the genesis of kid as a coach. I don't know. Uh, you know, and I'm not being like flowery optimistic for the sake of it. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't quite see it so gloomy. Sure. Um, especially considering last season. Well, uh, I mean, they, they did just win two huge games. They sent the, they basically put the suns on their, on their downward slide to where if you want any schadenfreude of joy, you can watch Chris Paul being a bitch. Uh, as um, <laughs> as he's really he's pissed as hell at the end of the the uh, New Orleans game. Zion Williamson does a cool as hell three sixty dunk, and oh, man. because because Chris Paul wants to be mad at him, he basically goes at Jose Alvarado, and it's oh it's great. Just starts a fracas because Chris Paul is a is oh, a, I, is a clown car of a person. I watched I watched every second of it, and to be honest, like. Hey, you know, if you're gonna look, if you're gonna go and just take an easy layup, then no, you well, layup's to... almost more like a layup's almost ruder. But no, that's ruder. Cool no, he was it was entertainment at home. Yeah, it's great stuff. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I I so wait, they play who tomorrow night? Uh, the Bulls, who are also in a tailspin. So. Let's oh, just say a... if the Mavericks do what they've done often, which is lose to really terrible teams, we're gonna have a great time. Great time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's been a lot of, uh, I keep hearing like Zach Levine rumors, but it's it's not possible. That's 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 friend of the program, Dalton Trigg, uh, a wish casting. 
Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Dalton, the, the stop don't wish have to make that happen. Also, I think <laughs> also I think Levine's knee might be scrambled eggs. So, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be super into it. But anyway, um, that's all I really had to say. You know, I think uh we have you know what it, we're in like the first right. quarter of the season. We have some time to go. Um, and it's uh good to call in. But I listen to every show. And thanks, uh, man. Thanks for having me up. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. All right. Peace. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah, you know, it's maddening. Like, I I am in a group chat with a very strong Bucks fan who might influence my Bucks opinions a great deal, but I just also like the Bucks. Like, I like Giannis. I like Chris Middleton. I hate the Celtics too. So like these things all, all blend together. So beating the box would have been a lot of fun, but here we are. Okay. Um, Brad, you've been waiting. How are we doing? Welcome back. Oh, hello. How are we doing? What's up? Uh, I mean, I was a lot fiery or like, you know, right after the game, but I mean, I was really pissed initially because, you know, we missed, you know, five, three points at the end of the game. And then I like realized Luca shot like 40% from the line. So <laughs> then I cared less because like, uh, right. like, you know, that's <laughs> kind of on everyone at that point. Um, yeah. Just like, just like kind of a beat down of a loss, right? Like, like yeah. Uh, you there? You went away for a second. Am I back? Yeah, it sounded like you dropped. Oh, it sounded oh, like yeah. you're, you 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 dove into the deep end of the ocean. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I was thinking about my buddies, and I was like, "Oh, imagine if like just like Luca and Giannis like switched like teams. Like you know, Dallas would still be Dallas, right? And like we'd still be like, oh, like you know, we're trying to be good. And then like Milwaukee would be like amazing, right? Like, well, I mean, they are amazing, but yes. Yeah, exactly. But like. Like, what if Giannis could, like, pass, do a little more? Like, I don't know. Like, on the broadcast, I felt like they said, like, oh, like, Giannis is this, like, unstoppable force. I'm like, yeah, but, like, that's what, like, Luka is for us. Like, for offense only, though. And that's kind of what makes Giannis so much different because the Bucks team works because they're defense first. The offense is just a happy second thing that happens. I mean, I would need to go look at the numbers about this. Uh, my friend Kevin O'Connor, uh, wish he would join one of these again, but he sent me a video two days ago, 
maybe last night that basically broke mm-hmm. down over eight minutes why the Bucks are so good at defense this year. And one of the things they do is they limit corner three-pointers, which in years past, <clears throat> they were actually just kind of happy to give up threes as long as they protected the paint. And right, the Mavericks didn't yeah. get many good corner threes looks this game. And yeah, that I think is Redick mentioned that on the broadcast, this... actually. Yeah. What's that? No, I think Reddick mentioned that on the ESPN like yeah. broadcast, like yeah. specifically. And, yeah. and it was pretty it was pretty incredible because that's just the Mavericks shoot the most corner threes in the league. And yeah. if you Da-da. shut out one of your bread and butter options, that's why it's so interesting that the Mavericks were in this. Yeah. <sighs> that was the frustrating part about it, right? Like I mean yeah. Well, then, other than the fact that everyone knows, like, oh, I'm sorry, where's Luca going to take this uh, game-winning shot from? Is it that step back to the left from, like, you know, right that one part of the court? But never mind that. Uh, just, you know, overall, frustrating loss, I guess. Uh, you know, when we – you know, Giannis fouls out, annoying. But, like, too hard to be, like, upset, honestly. Like, we're just, like, not that good of a team. You know, like, I, yeah, I think it's which like, makes you know, the slog hard. Yeah, like I don't blame anybody who checks in and out. Exactly. Like, I, like I think that like people played okay. Like, the missed free throws are like, uh, yeah, that's annoying. I you know want to blame coaching on a lot of this stuff, but like it's probably not honestly all on kid. Like, I mean, these players have to take responsibility. Oh, for, like, uh, what totally. Doing. You know, like. Uh, but also like, you know, we're just not like really like a good team. Like we're like a, we're very much the team we are, right? Like we're middle of the pack. Luka fucking Doncic is our saving grace. Like how did we even get him again? Like we just have to remember how lucky we are to have him for as long as he chooses to stay with us. And like, that's it. I think, you know, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's Thanks like, for hanging out, Brad. Hope to see you yeah. tomorrow. Hopefully we'll win. Appreciate it. All right. Let's keep going. Robert, welcome back. What's up? Can you hear me? A little bit. <clears throat> Try again. Is this better? There we go. There we go. Great. Welcome, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. And I, I really like that people are relaxed. I want some of what the guy with the dreads is smoking, man. He was very calm. Well, Josh, Josh is always a, a, that's why I'm glad to see him back in the room. Josh has always been kind of a beacon of positivity. Really soothing. It's soothing. Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, you can't have me, you know, I, I use, I use the F word. Like I'm, I just, just fuck. I just can't. I'm so, so pissed. I'm very, what a stupid way to spend my life. I, I, like, I, I have know. a real, like, I have a job and a family, and I watch this garbage. What am I doing? I know. It's, it's, it's the worst. I have, I'm going <laughs> to just run through some quick hits very quickly before I drink myself to death slash sleep. And then some of them are actually positive. Um, so the first is, we're not just, Tim Hardaway's not going anywhere. We're not trading him. No team is going to see him have five good games and trade for him. That's not happening. So let's, like, put that out of our minds. He's, sure. He's here. Which, He's if not... they do do it, we have to give them credit if they do manage to find. Yeah. Something. Well, hey, the shark, the shark tank, the the brilliant negotiator who you know gave the Wizards picks to and took on money and gave the best player. I mean, to get back for Tons and Dimwitty, like, I mean, it's whatever. But I don't think Hardaway's going anywhere. I think they're going to have to attach an asset. That's not yeah. why I called or why I came in. Anyway, I blame. 
kid for so much of this. I mean, I know they have to hit the free throws. You don't really see this with other teams that are not coached by Jason Kidd. I don't know if it's a focus issue or what. I mean, well, it's mostly Luca. Like it's like Luca shoots the bulk of the free throws, and he shot eighty something, eighty five percent for like the first five games. Oh, I know. Been it was in the low 70s since. I know it was so glorious. I think he's even been worse since then because he's shooting worse than even his rookie year, which seems impossible. Um, but it's very frustrating. The lack of the play calls. I actually w- thought that the reason they take just the Lucas step back was because of Luca uh, wanting to do that. But it really is just staggering. Like someone else I follow on Twitter was just saying something like, you know, like what does Jason Kidd say during timeouts? <laughs> he was like, this isn't a joke. Like I'm not jo- like, this isn't like a, like literally what, is, what does he say? I mean, So one of the things I need to always remember is that when it comes to like professional level basketball, sometimes there's not much to say. They give a little, it's, it's a breather. It's a mental break. It's a time to reset. Yeah. And I do think that's a big element of this, but when it comes to like key situations, what happens? I mean, the, the half court hoops video, we keep, we keep referencing. You see Luca looking at the bench going, they know like, he is trying to signal that they that the Bucks knew what was coming, and so why the Bucks they? knew what was coming. Luca <laughs> knew that the Bucks knew the, what was coming, but the Mavericks didn't know that the Bucks knew what was coming. And that's sort of like getting at, like that. That's just do something else. Call an yes. audible, just or know. just have any kind of. It's just staggering that like Logan earlier was talking about brain farts, and I think he referenced like when they've they fucked up the last second thing where Dorian followed Durant as one of them for a team that just plays so many close games. You think they would know what they were doing, but really there's so many things like that, like against the Pistons when they had a foul to give and they just, there was something like 16 seconds left and they just had like Hardaway run out and foul two seconds in for no reason. It's just too early in the year to have Mike by my count. So they are, they're 13 and 12. They have eight losses eight that are like right on. I could probably just go through and list them yep. that are essentially how the fuck did that happen? Losses. Yeah. That's enough for a whole season. Yeah. Sometimes mistakes happen. Sometimes crazy shots go in, you know, like clutch basketball games happen. Like the Mavericks yeah. now have played 19 clutch games, I think. And, yeah. and that's, that's too many because no. it, 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 sometimes things just go certain ways. You need to be able to win. Like they're up 12 and then they lost by one. That's embarrassing. And the fact that I tweeted when people were tweeting about Luca only hitting three, he was three from eight from the line. And I tweeted something like when they lose by one, I'm going to be furious. And it's like, how can you call Like, obviously that's me. Just, I'm kind of a glass half empty because I don't want to get my hopes up, but also it's just like that. How is it so predictable that this would happen? Right. So my last thing that I just wanted to touch on, which is sort of a positive, Josh Green's been phenomenal. Obviously I thought, I actually was on the bandwagon, but even I was kind of like, well, let's pump the brakes because people were like, oh, he's going to be the third ball handler, which he's not still, but he's been phenomenal. I was playing around on cleaning the glass last night. Josh Green is a plus 12 coming into tonight. Lineups with Josh Green, Luca, Christian Wood, and Kleba are plus 26 and a half. Oh, it's their best lineup. It's their best lineup and kid doesn't use it. How many minutes? So they did play in the third, to end the second half, or to end the first half and to, I think to end the third. And then in the fourth, they just didn't play a single minute. 
a single minute. I, he, and you I, just I mean, wonder, so, how does he not see it? Um, I, I need to to say this very delicately because I don't want to say something that might get me in trouble. Okay. I am fairly certain that that Jason Kidd does not care about lineup data whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I, I have no not. proof. Well, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, whatever. But that's shocking to me, especially because, especially since Cuban is Mister, like, oh, I'm the free thinker and I'm thinking outside the box and I'm using new technology. Sure. And it's just like, but you don't even need to use technology. Like, what was the lineup on the floor when they scored points and had defensive stops? And Katie, Katie asked me, "What is the proof?" Well, the proof, Katie, and you're going to laugh at this, is the results. <laughs> they don't use these lineups. <laughs> like, like Carlisle used to like to keep shit in their back pocket. All coaches are like this. Right. Um, you know, Carlisle, would ne- he wouldn't spam Luca pick and rolls with Porzingis. Just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they don't, like, I don't really think Kid knows that this is his best lineup. I just don't. But, and the other shocking thing is, if you go on Clean the Glass and, and do this, it's $5. It's absolutely oh, yeah, worth it. Glass is fun. There's not a single lineup with those four that has a negative that has a negative plus right. minus. They're and he all wants positive. to play Bullock. He wants to play like if Bullock could get a shot, I think that they'd see that more often. Oh, and they would, but why not play? But he's addicted to Dinwiddie, which I get Dinwiddie's hit huge shots, but yeah. at the end, he's just like they thought Dinwiddie could be Brunson. He's not Brunson. Yeah. He's just not. He doesn't pass. And if he No, passed, he really he can't see passes either. No. That's the painful thing. Like I didn't think Brunson was a great passer. Brunson made the obvious pass, I thought, but Brunson is a very good passer. I was wrong there. Spencer a terrible passer. Yeah. He just does that straight line drive. And if they're not, and if he doesn't have the edge, mm-hmm. he's how many times has he gotten just stuffed like a goober <sighs> right at the ring? He has decided to make this the week where he gets the shit blocked out of him. Like how many times can you go with the same big man who who throws your stuff back at you? He does it a lot. What does it too? And then he has cool dunks, and it's like, oh, that's why he keeps doing it. Okay. I was shocked when that happened. All right, know. you know, and the Luca one. So okay, well, that's it. But I just wanted to point out, like, I found it really shocking to look at the lineup data and just this kid stuff, man. I hate to, like, I'm no bad. I'm not a basketball expert in the least. I don't know anything. No, but so I hate. I hate to be like that. Coach is bad. But you just watch them and everything just screams, the coach is bad. See, it's funny you're saying this. And one of my group chats, I'm getting messages for where it's like we're talking about this. And that basketball is not hard to understand. It is very hard to master. But mm-hmm. the concepts are straightforward. There's five guys. The best player usually makes things the most, you know, when you have right. one of the best players, that solves almost 80% of a team's problems. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's you know, but I'm, I'm glad you're, 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 you're uh, enjoying cleaning the glass. It's a fun sight. It's the best. All right. right. Talk soon, bud. Yep. Okay. Coming up next, all the way from across the world. Hey, Ben. How you doing? Ben is a Bucks fan and was the Bucks fan I mentioned earlier and will probably have some wondrous Jason Kidd thoughts. Ben, hit the unmute button if you can. Give Ben a second here. If you hop in and out of between apps, it doesn't let you hit the unmute button. There we go. Yeah, yeah, no, it switched to my car audio, which I'm afraid would be out of the way. But, uh, so I, I, I'm not going to come here and talk about the Bucks winning because it was That's okay. know, a little bit of BS. But uh, no, the Jason Kidd point. Uh, number one, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, we've been there. Uh, number two, I, I do worry for your sake that it's actually worse than what you said. I would be encouraged if Jason Kidd does not look at lineup data. Uh, 
the more worrisome take would be that he has told the lineup data and he purposely does not do it because he's being stubborn. Mm. He, he would do stuff like this on the Bucks all the time. Like there was the, the, one of the classic examples was like he, he would run a system where um, so the Bucks are doing very good at taking away shots at the rim and taking away threes, as you talked about. Uh, Jason Kidd ran a system where we gave up shots at the rim and gave up threes, so it was it was not ideal. <laughs> and we would do all the blitzing, <laughs> and so and so the uh, the front office actually went to him, and everyone was just losing their minds. And this was his last year, and they're like, "Look, you have to stop blitzing the pick and roll," and. And it was this big thing. And finally, they're like, if you don't, allegedly, if you don't not blitz the pick and roll next game, you're going to get fired. And so next game, he does not, it was against Utah, who would always shred us because they would would just destroy any team that would play a blitzing defense. Next game, Bucks don't blitz. They, They play, stay at home. They win the game very comfortably. After the game, uh, Jason Kidd is asked why they play defense differently. And he's like, we didn't. We play the same way we always do. Um, and it was number one infuriating, but then number two on the, he, for some reason was interviewed on the Utah broadcast on their local broadcast. And he talked about on that broadcast about how the bucks were playing different defense tonight. And that's why they were doing so well. So he would not say it to the bucks media, but he would to the Utah media. Now I bring this up just to say like, I, there, this is part of what makes him very frustrating is it's just like gaslighting and stubbornness the whole time. Mm. And uh, and so anyhow, uh, I, I was gonna I was gonna try to make you feel better and not. Talk no, about it does. Bucks, I think I, I, think I just like, made it worse. I, no, because I complain in our group chat about feeling gaslit because I feel crazy. He ref, he references. I don't think a lot of Mavs fans understand this. Bucks fans started a social media campaign called Fire Jason Kidd, and everyone had the same avatar. All Bucks tweets would be just flooded with fire Jason Kidd stuff. I mean, that wasn't why they let him go, but he was an awful coach in the second year of Milwaukee. This year, he's been mostly eh, he's been... A no, no. Well, no. I mean, he was there for three or four, three and a half years, so it was the same thing. Like, he was unbelievable the first year. The Bucks completely exceeded expectations, made the playoffs, and then, uh, it, then it just went downhill after that, and well, because you know, I think, he did so you know, well the first year he probably got right. A he had a lot of runway. Well, it, 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 you have the same problem the Bucks had, which is if you have one of the best players in the league, you're going to win a lot of games, irregardless of coaching. Right. But there's always going to be that section of the fan base that says, "Hey, look at all the games we're winning. The coach must be good," and that's very frustrating. So, anyhow, uh, I, I don't feel bad that you lost because that meant we won, but I do feel bad for your situation. So, nah, that's fine. Uh, my condolences. Have a good day, Ben. Thanks for hanging out. We're gonna we're gonna add. That's one of the, we're gonna we're gonna count Ben as one more country of people coming from because we've had the last week we had India, Australia, um, where do we have Slovenia? We got as many countries as possible. So if you want to hop in from another country, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Rain, what's up? Oh, you know, hot evening in Australia and having to put up with this bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. To, to piggyback off of things people have said a thousand times and things you've said a thousand times, at the end of the game, we go prevent offense, you know, you know, all defense. And what do you know? We don't hit shots. The offense turns to shit. We lose the game by one. We miss all our three throws. And I understand that Tim Hardaway Jr. 
have been on a heater the last couple of games. But when he's not making any fucking shots this game, sit him. Yeah. He, he went back to the he had for the previous uh, games in the season. Bench him. We've done it with... Uh... I'm blanking. But look, why, why not... And I know we all have acknowledged that he ignores the metrics. Just just leave Josh Green in. And with Christian Wood, as my avatar suggests, should be start, should be starting. Him and Green should be starting, regardless of what metrics they I test rotation. He only plays 24 minutes a game. He plays last six minutes of the first quarter, first six minutes of the second quarter, last six minutes of the third quarter, first six minutes of the fourth quarter. That's all he plays. Yeah, that, that is all he plays. And, and yeah, his touches, because when he is on the floor, he often isn't used appropriately. Now, this game isn't the best example. We've seen he does not match up very well with uh, Brook Lopez, just doesn't play well against them. It was fine when, when, when he's been guarded by Bobby Portis, had some good plays there. Also showed some flashes of playmaking this game. Um, arguably a better passer than Dinwiddie was. I think playmaking-wise, it obviously goes Luca, Green, um, Wood. But when the eye test shows us we win minutes with Green and Wood on the floor with Luca, and that's why I want him to start. He's obviously a better player and used more efficiently with Luca. So start him and play the minutes with Luca. It just seems simple. We don't need metrics. The eye test tells us. But maybe kid's blind. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's got his hands in his eyes, and that's why they're always in his pockets. Well, and I was so happy because since he'd lost his blue light glasses that he was wearing out there, the Mavericks were actually playing better. I don't know. I just I, I, My question with kid as coach has, has sort of been like, he's obviously a savant. Jason Kidd, basketball. Basketball savant. You just, you're not a Hall of Fame player unless you really understand basketball at a high level. I think he has a hard time explaining it. Because I just I never see him doing any actual explaining. But well, well, that's a good point. Because what does he do? He doesn't run. We've been told he doesn't run yeah. track practices. He does. He gives all the credit for the defense to Tim Sweeney. The offense was obviously coming from Igor. So what does he do? Manage personalities. Lucas pissed. He's clearly not managing that very well. He doesn't pay attention to Lucas on the floor because, as we've all seen from from that Twitter clip, he's begging Jason Kidd to tell them to run a different play. Nothing happens. What What does he do? What does he do? Clearly, he doesn't work for Tim Hardaway Jr. either. He's not managing him very well because he's fucking disappeared since Kidd came into the roster. He's obviously trying to throw, throw Wood out. The only person who's improved, really, with him is Josh Green. Which and is great. who knows? Yeah, that might even right. be down to Sham God and development over time. Anyway, that's my piece. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you. Hope you have a better day. Okay, guys. We reconvene. It's one thirty in the morning. We will reconvene here in about 18 hours for more, uh, hopefully for a little happier talk. Um, Just a painful way to lose. That they lost is... It's not immaterial, but when you lose in like... like, Would have much rather... You know, the last time the Mavericks played the Bucks it was 124 to 115. The Bucks kind of basically bullied the Mavericks the whole game. It's a good game, fun game, but the Ma- like the Mavericks were outclassed. This game, the Mavericks were winning this game and then gave it away, and that's stupid. That sucks. See you guys tomorrow night. Check out MavsMoneyBall.com for the same array of... Uh, I, I wrote a recap, but I did a lot of the same yelling in here, so pre- appreciate you hanging out. See you guys tomorrow.